Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is Tuesday, May 18th, 2021. Today's poem is by an Irish poet, uh, one of the great Irish poets, William Butler Yeats, W.B. Yeats. It's also what he goes by. He lived from June of 1865 until January of 1939, and is uh, certainly one of the most important literary figures of the 20th century from Ireland or anywhere else. And the poem that I'm going to read today is called The Song of Wandering Angus. I'll read it once, share a few comments, and then read it again. This is how it goes. I went out to the hazel wood because a fire was in my head and cut and peeled a hazel wand and hooked a berry to a thread. And when white moths were on the wing and moth-like stars were flickering out, I dropped the berry in a stream and caught a little silver trout. When I had laid it on the floor, I went to blow the fire aflame. But something rustled on the floor, and someone called me by my name. It had become a glimmering girl, with apple blossom in her hair, who called me by my name, and ran and faded through the brightening air. Though I am old with wandering through hollow lands and hilly lands, I will find out where she has gone, and kiss her lips and take her hands, and walk among long dappled grass, and pluck till time and times are done the silver apples of the moon, the golden apples of the sun. This poem was written when Yeats was in his 30s. They think sometime around the late 1890s. And it was originally printed in 1897 with the title A Mad Song, which kind of fascinating. The title that it is currently published under, the, the Song of Wandering Angus, is what it was published in The Wind Among the Reeds, which was Yeats' collection from 1899. So these are, this is an earlier collection of his work. I was looking up a little bit of information on this poem, such as what I just shared with you, and came across a, a blog post, I guess, from 2015 on the National Endowments for the Humanities website, neh.gov. And they have... Um, as part of their Ed Seitment website, they have close readings of various poetry and literature. And they have one of this particular poem. And they include a quote from Yeats about lyrics. And I wanted to share that with you. And then I'm also going to share some comments that this, uh, this, this blog post shares about this poem. It's just a couple of paragraphs that I think will open this poem up a little bit for you. But this is what Yeats said in 1899 in a letter. Quote, I think a kind of half ballad, half lyric, is the kind of poem I like best myself. A ballad that gradually lifts from circumstantial to purely lyrical writing. I only learnt that slowly and used to be content to tell stories. One must always have lyric emotion or some revelation of beauty. Yeats was um, consumed with... Irish mythology, Celtic mythology, fairy tale stories. In fact, I believe it is Modern Library that published a Celtic fairy tales, or an Irish fairy tales, I can't remember which one they call it, a collection of, of stories. And it's Yeats, it's Yeats edition. To this day, they still publish it with Yeats Forward and um, the ones that he, he kind of, he gathered together. So he was consumed with that mythology. And you certainly see that show up here in The Song of Wandering Angus. And his... Um, his interest in that mythology and that folklore is uh, is a big part of especially his early earliest poems those you know for the first the first kind of couple collections that especially shows up there 
I want to read a couple of these paragraphs here that get into this poem. There's, there's two, two paragraphs I want to read to you. And again, this is from a blog post on the uh, National Endowment for the Humanities website. It doesn't actually have the author's name, so I apologize um, to that person that I can't share their name. This is what that person said. Quote, The Song of Wandering Angus is deceptively simple, yet it paints a haunting story containing many mythological allusions and nuanced levels of meaning. The speaker is an old man reminiscing about an event long ago when he was compelled to go out to cut a branch for fishing. With it, he caught a magical silver trout, which was then transformed into a vision of a glimmering maiden. The life quest he set himself was to find this girl who called his name before she vanished. In the poem, Yeats contrasts two realities, the earthly realm of ordinary life and the mystical other world of dreams. He wrestles with conflicting desires, the ongoing need to handle the practical things of life, and the strong compulsion to follow one's dreams. To express this conflict, Yeats employs a break in the middle of each stanza signaled by a semicolon or a colon. This shift underlies the gap between the earthly, physical world and the mysterious, magical other world. It moves the reader from the concrete world of the particular to the abstract world of the universal. End quote. So going back to the quote that I shared at the beginning about uh, Yeats's interest in um, half ballad, half lyric, you can see that, that that is a formal expression of, of his interest in that folklore and that mythology. And that, of course, is showing up here in this poem. So let's read it one more time. So this is Yeats' The Song of Wandering Angus. I went out to the hazel wood because a fire was in my head and cut and peeled a hazel wand, and hooked a berry to a thread. And when white moths were on the wing, and moth-like stars were flickering out, I dropped the berry in a stream, and caught a little silver trout. When I had laid it on the floor, I went to blow the fire of flame, but something rustled on the floor, and someone called me by my name. It had become a glimmering girl, with apple blossom on her hair, who called me by my name, and ran, and faded through the brightening air. Though I am old, with wandering through hollow lands and hilly lands, I will find out where she has gone, and kiss her lips, and take her hands, and walk among long dappled grass, and pluck till time and times are done the silver apples of the moon, the golden apples of the sun. This has been The Daily Poem, which is produced by Goldberry Studios. Post-production is done by Logan Green. I'm David Kern. Thanks so much for listening and be back tomorrow with another poem for you.